is this is a football podcast, man. Meat, football, good. Man, we talk football. Meat burgers. <laughs> Welcome back to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. It's Josh. It's Ben. It's week five. Still. Well, the Monday night game hasn't finished yet. It just started. It's about to be week six. It did just start. No, it's week four, dude. Oh my gosh. You're right. It is week four. It's about to be week five. I apologize for Josh. Oh man. I'm very sorry to our viewers. It's been a long Monday, all right? It's been a long day. My brain I put is in fried. A, I put in a 12-hour day at work, and guess what? I still knew it was week four. Yeah. You're, you know, Adderall will do that for you. Cocaine. <laughs> Hard well, drugs Sherlock, will do that for you. <laughs> it's not recreational. It's it's in the form of, like, you know, how Sherlock Holmes used to use cocaine to sharpen his senses. <laughs> I stay up all day. I don't I don't sleep. You stay up all day. Well, I, I would hope yeah, you do. I haven't, I haven't slept in eight years. Oh, okay. That's terrifying. Um, it is week four. It is about to be week five. Thank and you. there was a week of football, and it was crazy. This may be the best week so far. It was one of my favorites. I, I, I will freely thoroughly admit. enjoyed this week. It wasn't just the Miami Dolphins that scored all the points. It was, it was an even distribution throughout the whole league. I loved it. Miami really didn't even get that many. They didn't. We, it was we awesome. We will get to them in a little while. I played a team in the OG League that basically starts the Miami Dolphins offense, and they've been crushing it all year long. And then this week, they ran into the Bills, and it slowed down. And I was so thankful because I had everybody else that went off this week. It was it was just so nice. Fantasy will do that for you. You'll have those weeks, man. Fantasy will do it for you. Uh why don't we hop into the recap, talk about these games? Because there's a, I do. There's a lot to break down. There's quite a lot to talk about. Um, <clears throat> let's start with the Thursday game. The Lions Thursday. smacked the Packers. They beat them thirty-four to twenty, and honestly, it Obviously. was not even that close. It was it was well in hand by halftime. The, I guess, overarching takeaway here is that David Montgomery just dominated. He had 120 yards and three touchdowns, but it was a game script that was super beneficial for him to do that, and they basically jumped on the Packers, smacked them around a little bit, and then just ran the ball home, which means that since Montgomery was awesome, one Jameer Gibbs was not. It is making me sad. I My Twitter all of Thursday night and Friday was just people complaining about Jameer Gibbs' usage, and it was really funny. Because it was not the game that he was going to be good in. Don't even look at the text messages I sent you. Oh, yeah, you were tilting hard. And that's part of it, you know, like, it was a hard tilt. And I get it. But at the same time, when they're up 27-3, they're not just going to give the ball to their 199-pound running back. They're going to give it to their 235-pound running back and let him just grind the game out. Yeah, and... Instead, like, I, I still fully believe in Jameer Gibbs. Do not get me wrong. I think Jameer Gibbs... Unbelievable talent, unbelievable player. But like you said, you're right. In a game where the Lions are just manhandling people, that's that's not a Jameer Gibbs game. They are more than happy to run the run the game out, run the, time, run the clock out. 
Yeah. And they don't need 30-yard runs for that. I need you to go out there and get three or four yards. Yeah. Um, what's interesting is it might happen again this coming week because they're playing the Panthers. In a league, one of our dynasty, one of our main dynasty leagues, I've got Gibbs and Montgomery. I ain't starting Gibbs. No. I, I think I it's going to be a fully... great week to start Montgomery again because you might have another 20-plus carry game, and then if he just gets lucky with the touchdowns, there you go. I've got a, I've got one league, our OG Dynasty League, where I have to start Gibbs because I don't have another option. I paid too much to get him. Yep. And another Dynasty League where I've got some flexibility and I'm putting Montgomery in. Yeah. Uh, outside of the running backs, wasn't a whole lot to speak of, to be totally honest with you. I mean... Aaron I'm Jones not saying Brown. Aaron Jones gone. was terrible. Yeah, that's right. That was the other thing here. Aaron Jones sucked. Uh, but again, they got jumped on and then just had to throw the ball a bunch. Jordan Love actually had a serviceable fantasy day, but if you looked at the end of the first quarter when he had like .7 fantasy points, you were like, oh, okay, Jordan Love sucks. He ended up with like 20-plus. I there In my work league, or no, it was in a follower league. In one of our follower leagues, I benched Trevor Lawrence for uh, for Jordan Love. Why would you do that? Because Jordan Love scored more points than Trevor Lawrence this week. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't know that Thursday night. Jordan Love had scored more points every single week than Trevor Lawrence scored in week one, which was his highest scoring week. Jordan Love I mean, is the QB just... four in points per game right now, believe it or not. Man, it felt man. really weird. I will, I will freely admit. It felt super weird. But then Jordan Love had that game, and he sucked. He was garbage in real life, but I think he had a rushing touchdown and he had a passing touchdown. And he finished he still he was still better than Trevor Lawrence was. And Trevor Lawrence wasn't horrible. He just didn't have the fantasy stuff going. Yeah. So I don't know. But anyways. Just a weird, weird, weird game. Yeah. I do like the Lions a lot moving forward. The Lions are Yeah. They are one of the teams to beat in the NFC. I mean, it's 49ers. I don't think, I don't, honestly, I don't see there's a whole lot of difference between them and the Eagles right now. The Lions and the Eagles? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, the Eagles have taken a bit of a step back th- on offense. But, I think the Eagles yeah. are still better. Don't get me wrong. But, like, they, they just, they haven't looked the part yet, and the Lions absolutely have. Yeah. Let's jump to Sunday. The London game, your Falcons played the Jaguars, and Jonu Smith had played six for ninety-five. A, played is a is a loose term there. Even <laughs> in did you, did you up. see any of the Toy Story game they had? Yeah, it was it was kind of cool, but kind of weird at the same time. It felt like I was watching somebody play like Madden Mobile. On like, <laughs> yeah, it was a little the, glitchy. On the iPhone back in the day. Yeah. <clears throat> And uh, even in, you know, that, that fantasy land of Andy's bedroom, you know, Woody and Buzz, uh, Kyle Pitts still can't get the ball. <laughs> even in, in going ma- back to in, London, where he had his great game his rookie year, he still can't do it. He, in the world of make-believe, he still can't get the ball. It is. <laughs> he's not even the best tight end on his own team anymore. Oh, no, he's the best tight end on the team. He's just the one they don't use. Jonu Smith had six for 95, here, here, and that's here, more than Arthur Pitts Smith's all year. game plan here. They know Kyle Pitts' ball is good. So what we're going to do is we're not going to give him the ball because that's what they would be expecting. 
they they think we're gonna get Kyle Pitts the ball, but we're not. It we're resulted, gonna pull the switcheroo on them. It resulted in a magnificent seven points. The Jags weren't we scored, even good we and beat six them twenty three to seven. Yeah, it's great. The the experiment is working, Arthur Smith. It's doing so well. You're uh, you're two and two, and you know, I don't know. It's it's going downhill fast. Would I would I be upset if I found out tomorrow that Arthur Smith was fired? Actually, it would restore my will to live. So that's that's great. <laughs> you know what else is going to make you really really happy? I think I we need like to have a chat. I know. I think we need to have a chat about Calvin Ridley. Because uh, listen, I almost shot Calvin. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> His touchdown if... masked the fact that for three straight weeks he's been terrible. He's been terrible for fantasy. And it's like it's been so close in real life to him scoring a multiple times. And it just hasn't happened. But then yesterday I texted you at one point. I was like, did Calvin really get hurt? Because he's only got two targets. And I think he had two targets, two catches for like 30 yards and a touchdown. If he hadn't scored that touchdown, you would have received many texts from me <laughs> just in a fit of homicidal rage for starting <laughs> Calvin Ridley. for the. I've started him for like three straight weeks in a row. Didn't start him week one because I was like, I want to wait and see. Let's see it with yep. the offense. He had like 25 points week one. I'm like, all right, he's the man. I have started him every week since then. And he's got like yep. 18 points total. I don't know what it is. Now, now I will say, I think, A, the Jaguars offense is just not clicking for whatever reason as a whole. Um, Trevor Lawrence looks off. The running game is, I mean, tra- Travis Etienne, We'll pause for a second. Start about him. I'm I'm definitely not benching Travis Etienne ever because are the points right there or not for fantasy? No, but the workload is. He is absolutely a bell cow for fantasy at yep. the moment. So if you can go trade for Calvin Ridley or not Calvin Ridley, if you can trade for Travis Etienne, you do that right now. Um, this is a perfect buy low opportunity for him. But back to Calvin Ridley and the rest of the offense. It just it's not clicking. Christian Kirk is back to looking good. Yep. But I'm not going to panic just yet on Calvin Ridley. The targets have been there every single week. He's getting eight plus targets, except obviously this week. Um he just he had some drops last week. He's missing touchdowns by inches. Trevor Lawrence is missing touchdowns. <clears throat> this past week, uh, you know, I, I watched the whole game. The Falcons were actively trying to take him out of the game. He doesn't yeah. do incredibly well in press coverage which is exactly what the Falcons did. They put A.J. Terrell on him, manned up press coverage every time. So they they essentially said, we're going to take Calvin Ridley out of the game. And they, they did, except for a busted coverage. Yeah. So it sucks, but I'm not panicking just yet. Bills, yeah. Bills are a very physical defense, but Tredavious White has an Achilles injury. Yep. So that... That will help for Calvin Ridley, so I'm not I'm not taking him out of the lineup just yet. I think if if it's one more week though, then you have to really examine in your heart of hearts. Okay, maybe it's not going to happen because if you have four straight weeks of it's just not happening. I know receivers have down weeks, but they don't have a month straight of down weeks if they're that guy. He's going to get some. We will uh, see. Side note: Bijan Robinson is amazing. That's all, all right, I'll say Bijan's about that. fine. 
He's fantastic. And it is such a love hate relationship that I have. I have, for starters, I have Bijan nowhere in any <laughs> redraft dynasty ten plus leagues. Zero shares of Bijan Robinson. Not for lack of trying. Yeah, but I have nothing. You have tried very hard. You have tried a lot, and it just it, hasn't worked. I don't like Bijan. You don't like him? I don't like him. Is it because he makes your I, team good? Except the fact that you're not good? Except the fact we're not good. We spent a top 10 pick on him to try to win now because Archer Smith is an idiot. It's just him being there. It, it, this is coming from a Falcons fan, so there's a lot of hatred towards our coach and organization here. But it's it's the arrogance of Arthur Smith that he's there. That's what yep. that's what makes me hate Bijan. It is nothing against Bijan. He is a he's the best running back in the league. I except for Christian McCaffrey, he's the best there running back in the league. And yeah, he's gonna be he's going to be great for fantasy. It just makes me mad. It just makes me mad that Arthur Smith is is here. Yeah, um, Bills Dolphins. The Bills brought now, the Dolphins high-flying offense back to the ground. And now you're going to make me happy again. <laughs> Josh Allen, 320 and four touchdowns. M- Stephon Diggs, six v- for 120 P. and three. My boy. I will say, though, and we'll talk about him later, but Devon Chain did it again. He had eight for 101 and two touchdowns. Let's just go ahead and do it now. Okay, let's do it now. Yeah, let's do it now. What do we do with Devon A. Chain? Because this dude came out of absolutely nowhere. You did not like him. I liked him way too much. I had him ranked inside my top 24 before the season, and Ben thought I was stupid, and now he's the RB2, (laughs) which is not something that I saw coming. But, like, he just, every single time, he's not even getting a ton of touches. That's what's crazy about this. Obviously, when they played Denver and scored 70 points, he had 18 carries, but it's like, I mean, outlier of outlier games. They go and play the Bills and get shellacked. And then he still has 25 fantasy points and two touchdowns, and he's their goal line back. Wild. Wild. I don't know if if goal line is a... He got it's two a, it's more inside the 10 carries. I mean, they, have, the 10, they weren't on like, the one. One was like a jet sweep that he got like inside the 10-yard yeah, well, line. Let's put it this way. In two games, he has four rushing touchdowns. I'm not going to sit here and say he's bad. (laughs) He's been so good. And on top of that, Raheem Mostert's 31 years old, gets hurt every single year, and he fumbled twice on Sunday. Not going to say Raheem Mostert's bad because he's been awesome, but, you know. A-chain is startable. For sure. 100% A-chain is startable. I, I will say he's doing it on some crazy efficiency right now. He yes. only had 11 touches yesterday. Uh, I didn't I, – I, and we talked about this preseason. You're like, how many touches is he going to get? What's the realistic workload? Because we know he's never going to get 15, 20 touches a game. He's just not built for that. Yeah, it could but happen every now is, and then, but not every single week. With the crazy efficiency that the Dolphins offense as a whole has, this is kind of best case. The stars have aligned perfectly. Like This is exactly 
this is exactly what you were hoping for, essentially. You know he's not yes. going to get that much, but can he be efficient with it? I wasn't sure to start out, but turns out, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if he – and it, even if they just get him to 15-ish touches a game, rushing and receiving, where give him 11 carries a game and then target him in the passing game. I, I He just doesn't need a whole lot, dude. And he's going to score because the offense is going to score a lot of points, and he seems like – I mean, I know Mostert has scored as well, but it, it does seem like in the past couple of weeks, A-Chain has sort of taken over that inside the 10 role, or at least they're looking to get him the ball in close, which is nice. Yeah, and they're they're not using any other running back. So it is, it's right now just A-Chain and Mostert. <clears throat> you know they're going to be pass heavy. You can't expect eight carries for 100 yards every single week. No. But can I see eight to 10 carries for 50 yards every week and another four catches for another 40 yards and a touchdown. It's very it's pretty possible. Yeah. I mean, he, I, I do think you could look at him at the end of the year and he's averaging between 70 and a hundred yards a game total. Yeah. And then if, if the touchdowns come, which they should, cause it's an elite offense. I don't know. This was, Terrifying. this was a quote unquote bad game for my, yeah. They got like they 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 stomped. came in and they started out really hot and that's when you know obviously A chain did most of his damage it was early and then the Bills kind of just poured it on at the end but they could have there were more scoring opportunities to be had and will be had in other weeks than there were this week so yeah this was kind of Miami at its floor yeah and this was honestly the Bills at their ceiling they will hit you with knockout punches a few times a year, and they'll just come out and just lean on you and smack you around, and there's really not a whole lot you can do about it. Uh, Did you see Josh the, Allen was incredible. The emoji shirts that Miami was wearing, like, before no. the game. They no. came out with, like, the, you know the emoji, you're like, hmm, like that emoji? Yeah. And so they had that on, like, T-shirts because people were, like, picking the bills to beat them. They were underdogs coming into the game. And I love, like, at the end, like, my like Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs were doing that, too. I'm like, no, 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 no. There's a there was a reason y'all were the underdogs coming into this game because the that the NFC or the AFC North is AFC East AFC yeah, East still runs through Buffalo. Yeah, I think they, I think Josh Allen and the boys there. put that to rest. It runs through Buffalo. Yeah. Um, Broncos Bears, the most exciting crap fest I've ever seen in my life. This was like a car accident. You couldn't look away. The Broncos' yeah, defense is the worst in the NFL. They're terrible. Yeah. And Russell Wilson has been so good. That that the that team is so weird because Russ the defense is, is actually horrible. cooking. Russ is playing really well, really well, and they are getting thrashed on defense every single week. Yeah, I I think I who, did I text our group chat or whatever, and they said I said like this is worse than Miami dropping seventy on you. Is Justin yes. Fields being twelve for twelve at halftime for three touchdowns? Yes, Justin Fields finished twenty-eight to thirty-five for three hundred and thirty-five yards and four touchdowns, one pick, of course. But that—that's crazy. Really, an amazing game for Justin Fields. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, um, DJ. If it was, was anyone great. else, we would say this is a breakout. We would. It was his first three hundred-yard game, his first four-touchdown game. Um, DJ Moore looked incredible. Cole Komet 
was awesome. I mean, you can see it. Like, when Fields plays well, all these options that we knew are good players that just haven't been good because Fields sucked. They're like, oh, I wow, these out. guys are great. It was it was Chase Claypool was the problem. That's right. They got him out of there, and all of a sudden he was good. the healthy scratch. And apparently, I saw something where like people in the organization essentially told him just to stay home. Yeah, I saw that. It was incredible. That's oof. Uh, Russell Wilson had 220 yards and three touchdowns. Led them on a furious comeback, and they ended up winning 31-28. Um, did. did <laughs> just such a weird game and the Broncos are such a weird team um I don't know I don't really know if you if you have bears <clears throat> or heavily invest in the bears you're 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 playing dynasty football is what you're playing and and Caleb Williams fans are starting to sweat right now <laughs> yes because he's he's coming to Chicago as it stands yeah yeah, they currently hold the number one and number two picks in the draft because the I Panthers I feel better if suck. they if they get Marvin and Caleb. If they get Marvin Harrison, pair him with DJ Moore and Caleb Williams, and they've got all that Holy cap space, crap. I don't Holy even think you need a good crap. coach. You don't need anything for that to be good. That's that's great. That's fantastic. This is going to be unbelievable. That would be fantastic. Um Ravens Browns. Basically, the Ravens sat on the Browns and killed them. They suffocated them. Mark Andrews yeah, was great. Lamar Jackson was great. I, I I don't have much to break down here, honestly. I don't know about you. I mean, no. like you said, Andrews great. Uh, Zay Flowers quieter, but he still looked good. Um, Lamar yeah. was not. I, they haven't been passing the ball, honestly, as much as I thought. They're still sort of a low-volume passing attack. And I guess, surprise, surprise, they don't throw the ball a ton. He's just been but very efficient. They have been really efficient. And outside of week one, Lamar Jackson has been really good for fantasy because he's rushing. Uh, he's actually getting rushing touchdowns, thank God. He's not um, handing the ball to Justice Hill on the one-yard line anymore. Exactly. Exactly. They got that out of their system, and they're actually I letting their Lamar stud quarterback I love Lamar owners just score. flipping out every time that happens. <laughs> this is three straight weeks of a rushing touchdown for Lamar Jackson. I think he's, I don't know what he is, like QB6 or something. I mean, he's basically exactly what you hoped he would be. Yeah, you, you took him around QB5 or 6, and you're getting exactly what you bargained for. Yeah, pretty much the exact same thing with Mark Andrews. I mean, he's been it's been efficient. It's not been crazy target shares. I think he's had five targets every single week, and yet he's still the the uh, tight end one in points per game. Yeah, it's so, wild. Yeah, not a whole lot to talk about. Yeah, uh, Titans Bengals. The Titans the Titans monkey stomped your Bengals as you would like to say. They beat them twenty seven to three. Derrick Henry twenty two for one twenty two. Um, right now, Derrick Henry is a better quarterback than Joe Burrow. Because he has the, the passing touchdown that Joe Burrow yes. still doesn't have? Does Joe no, Burrow Joe's have a passing a, touchdown yet? He has Does he two. have one? He's got two. No, okay. he threw two to T. Higgins in week two. That's right. That's right. Jamar Ooh, Chase was T. still Higgins good. also going to miss time with a That's rib right, he injury. broke a rib. He broke his so, rib. That's just wonderful. The, the inevitable helps. two games out for T. Higgins. We all knew it was coming. Yep. 
I wonder, can you start Tyler Boyd now without yeah. T. Higgins? Right. <laughs> They've looked because so bad. Because you can't bad. start T. Higgins right now. That's how bad the offense is. Yeah, I don't know what... I know it is that Joe Burrow can't move, but my goodness. I mean, he it's the calf injury is obviously affecting everything. But even before the calf... Well, I mean, it was week one they got stomped by... Um, Cleveland by the always Browns. does that to them. I know. They never play Cleveland well. Yeah. And then he just got re-injured, and it's kind of gone downhill from there. They are, what are they, 1-3 right now? They're 1-3. And they're 0-2 in the, no, they're not 0-2 in the division. They're 0-2 in the division. They are, yep. They lost to the Ravens and the Browns. Yep. That's not good. That's not good at all. The season, the season is quickly slipping away from Cincinnati. It comes down to, can they beat the Cardinals next week? Thankfully, they're playing the Cardinals. But no T. Higgins, the offense, the offensive line. You, you added, um, what was his name again? The big Orlando Brown. Yep, it has not helped. No, it really hasn't been a whole lot better. And Joe Burrow can't get, escape pressure at all. Yeah, I, I get he's a statue, but like he got hit ten times, I think, like Gosh. yesterday. I mean, three sacks, but he still got. He was getting hit every time. I'm sitting here watching Red Zone, and like they keep panning over to the Bengals game, and every time I see Burrow just get, bam, just nailed. You can't, you can't, in my opinion, start any Bengal right now outside of Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon. Yeah. Chase, Chase, no matter what, he's going to have the volume. His just sheer talent is is going to win out every single week. He just, it's it's very difficult to stop him, and Joe Mixon is getting literally every touch out of the backfield yeah outside of that i mean i'm having a real conversation of in one of my dynasty one of my super flex leagues of am i going to start josh dobbs over joe burrow that's a real question and it might actually happen yeah you might have to that feels so awful i mean that's terrible now you lost t higgins too i mean like as bad as things are, taking away one of your best players, like, that's – it's not going to get better. No, it's not. No, I mean, at some point you have to imagine as he gets healthier, they start to figure things out. Because they did this last year. It wasn't quite to this extent, to this, but they yeah. started out slow, and then they figured it out and ratted well, off That's because like he missed training camp last year, too, with the uh, pancreatitis or something. Yeah. What we've learned is Joe Burrow needs training camp. We just we just need to get him healthy through training camp and he'll be okay. Um, Rams Colts. Uh, wow, what a lot to talk about here. Um, Kyron Williams has all the backfield work, scored two touchdowns. Matthew Stafford at three hundred yards. Puka Nakua had the walk off touchdown, nine for one sixty three and one. And uh, Anthony Richardson is the QB three in points per game right now in fantasy football he looked awesome they ended up not being able to win in overtime but still wowza fireworks i didn't think it i didn't think it happened this early but we did say i mean not just us everybody knew anthony richardson with his rushing upside has you know qb1 overall upside but I, i didn't think it would happen this early yeah, I mean, he only he was he was not efficient as a passer, no, but it was, was eleven was of twenty five. 
Yeah, it was 11 for 25, but on those 11 completions, it was 200 yards. 200 so yards, two touchdowns, and he adds the rushing touchdown. Yep. Yeah. What did he have, like 70 yards rushing? Yeah, 56. Oh, there you go. Okay, 56. Yeah, three touchdowns, and Shane Steichen is legit, and that was the perfect hire for them to get this yeah. quarterback with this ceiling. Shane Steichen... He's going to make him into a star. I mean, I know they they still have some things to work out. They need another receiver. Um, they got to work on that offensive line a little bit more. Jonathan Taylor news. potentially coming back would help they things out a lot. He's going to start practicing this week, so all signs point to JT is back. That Everybody would be brace, great. Brace for impact. Zach Moss has been looked great. So if Zach Moss can do this with new Anthony Richardson and everything, JT going to eat. Yeah, I mean, what do we know about rushing quarterbacks? They help out the team's run game overall, so efficiency is going to go up. Potentially touchdowns will go down for Jonathan Taylor, and obviously the pass catching won't necessarily be there. But, like, a dude that good could go out and have— JT can go for a buck 60 every week. I mean— Exactly. He can go have 15 for 125, no problem. If Zach Moss can do 30 for 120, JT can do— 20 for 145 yeah i'm sad that in one of my og night leagues i traded jonathan taylor away in another one of my og leagues i got him coming back need him running back play has been bad i'm excited to see my boy there you go uh pukunakua with nine for 160 and a touchdown His has first looked touchdown, strangely enough i know weird but he's been incredible he's second in the nfl in receiving yards he, I don't know what he is. I need to look, actually, what he is in fantasy. He's top five, I can tell you that. He's been ridiculous. Um, where are we at on Pukunakua? He's wide receiver four in points per game right now. He's averaging 24 PPR points per game, which is better than Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, Amon Ra. All, you know, just like you thought it would be. I drew it up. You Did drew you it not up. see the preseason rankings that we put out there? Puka was actually three, so he's a little bit disappointing, actually. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, had, we, <laughs> we had Puka top five, guys. We, <laughs> no, we had I mean, so, top five. So we did. Does that, does that count? I don't know. This is uh, the cop-out. Cup does come back this coming week, and Puka has been so well, good. I don't think Cup is going to play this week. Oh, you don't think so? They said he's gonna he's probably he's gonna start practicing. I don't think he plays this week. Okay. From most of the stories I've heard, but the fact that he's gonna start practicing, they said most likely signs point to week six. Okay. Is like a f- confident he's probably coming back then. Okay, so one more week of locked in top five Puka, and then Cooper Cup comes back, and what happens? Uh. A couple couple ways to look at it. If you have a better option or a safe option, I think where I'm at, I would bench Puka Cup's first week for the simple fact of I know Cup and Stafford, I mean, they're probably going 15 targets or something to Cup, something ridiculous. That's just what he's been doing. I want to see it before. And you may not have a better option, and I'm not saying that I think Puka's going to be bad. But it, it's kind of like the Calvin Ridley situation, like where I was at week one. I just I want to see it 
before I throw it in my lineup kind of thing. Yeah. I'm putting Cup back in immediately. No questions asked. Oh, yeah. Cup, Cup just, goes back in and you lock see, him in. I just want to see what the offense as a whole looks like. Like, does is Cup back to 15 targets a game, or is it more of like Cup's getting 10 or 11 and Puka's still getting 8? Like, I just want to see what happens. And you may not have a better option, and I still think Cup Puka's probably a, a wide receiver too. I mean, this I would is, still like you're think... talking to a guy who has been rolling out Jamar Chase and, and T. Higgins for years, and yeah. it, it's never terrible, but you just you have the understanding when the like a dominant alpha like Chase or Cup is there, it it is it's what it is. It's leftovers for the other guy. And the other guy may be great. T. Higgins is great. Puka is great. But it is leftovers. I'll ask you this. Once Cooper Cup comes back, would you rather have Devontae Smith or Puka Nakua? If you told me I can trade Cooper or Puka Nakua for Devonta Smith with Cup back, I think Smith's a better receiver. I think I'd have to go with him. He might be. I don't know. Again, some of this is I just don't know how good Puka Nakua yeah, there's, there's is. Like so he came out of nowhere. Right it's it's so difficult when you've got a guy. Obviously, he's great. He's really good. But like, how good? And how much of it is some of the Matthew Stafford effect, who, let's be honest, Matthew Stafford is a wide receiver kingmaker. Like, the three best fantasy his seasons. number one, he's going straight to him every time. Yeah. I mean, it's Calvin Johnson in 2012 was incredible. That was Matthew Stafford. Cooper Cup can, is can Matthew Stafford. Kenny Galladay Kenny Gall- was good <laughs> with Matthew Kenny, Stafford. He was great. Kenny Galladay was a top 12 fantasy receiver with and Matthew we haven't, Stafford. And haven't you haven't heard his name anywhere other than this podcast for the past two years. Like <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I I don't know. I I do think he's probably top fifteen ish when Cup comes back, and he's top five without Cooper Cup. But that's that's the that's I the one know. reason, kind of like you were saying. That's why why I just and maybe it's me being stubborn. That's why I just want to wait one week. I want to see it before I trust it. Yeah, I totally get it. Um, let's go Bucks Saints. Um, Baker Mayfield looked really good. That'll the happen when you've got great receivers. Um, Chris Mike Godwin, eight for up. 114. Yeah, Mike Evans did leave, didn't he? What do you have, a hamstring? Yeah. Uh, I think a hamstring. They are not really sure if he will miss time, miss if he won't. He might miss a couple. But they have a bye week this coming week, so it's kind of perfect time for them to try to get healthy. Okay. So, But Chris Godwin finally got his. He's been due. He has been so due. Eight for 114. He needed it. Um, let's talk Saints here. Alvin Kamara comes back and has the like the worst great performance <laughs> ever. He had like 11 for 50. Back, baby. He had 11 rushes for 50 yards and 13 receptions. Amazing for 33 yards 33 and no yards. touchdowns. He if had you had him in PPR, great. you're like, he's back. But he was terrible. It's so weird. He's back. Yeah, he averaged like three yards a touch. <laughs> <laughs> it's so he bad. Had like a, he had like a David Montgomery-esque game. And what I, what I say by that is, hear me out, David okay. Montgomery was not efficient at all with his touches. He was getting like three yards a touch, 2.9. 
it was like but it was a healthy efficiency. It was like no, four yards a carry. Let's let's be fair to him. No, it was it like was not three, bad. He, he had thirty two carries for one hundred and twenty yards. Do the yes. math real quick. I can't do math, Ben. Okay, you got a phone. But hear me it's out. It's four it yards was... a carry. Three times four is 12. That's like, it's probably like 3.9. 32 for 122. Is that 120? 3.7. Oh, okay. Okay, still. 3.7 is not, not the most, still, it's not the most efficient day. But you scored no, three touchdowns. No, it's not. It's not amazing. I'm not. Tr- don't hear what I'm not saying. It's not amazing. I th- I think y'all are. You're hearing what I'm not saying. I might be. I I think you are. It's. <laughs> it was not that he was out there dominating, but just the sheer volume and touches get you there. Like Monty had 32 carries, 120 yards, but he had three touchdowns along with it. Kamara had like 11 carries, 50 yards, and 33 receiving yards, but he got the ball 24 times. And yeah. 13 of them were catches. Like, Yeah. No, it, it was weird. So, in PPR leagues, he came through for you, but um, what a weird, weird week for Alvin Kamara. And then, um, at the same time, a weird week because Chris Olave had one catch. It was bad. Yeah. Four what, targets, what one catch. I don't know, dude. I think they got Alvin Kamara back, and Derek Carr with his sprained AC joint was like, let's not throw the ball more than two yards down Carr the field. Carr should not have been playing. Probably not. They should have given it to Jameis. And they looked Jameis went out there bad. 0 for 1 for, with, and a pick. <laughs> a very Jameis Winston stat line. That's so Listen, good. I would like to see Jameis out there for the simple fact of Jameis was fun when he was at Tampa. Oh, yeah. Because he would and throw he's... a touchdown, and then he would throw a pick six. Yeah, it was which great. means he's going back out there. <laughs> he's got to score again. It was so good. Um, yeah, I've got really nothing to take away from the Buccaneers um, and the Saints. I don't know. Like, I think you can expect performance dip for Derek Carr for like another week, and then in two weeks he probably should be somewhat back to normal. Um, I don't know. Maybe don't start some Saints unless they're Alvin Kamara. If you don't have to, I mean, obviously, if you got Chris Olave, you probably got to start him. If you can afford to pivot, like in a dynasty league, and you're loaded, maybe consider it. But outside of that, it, it you know might be unfortunate next week. Um, Commanders Eagles. This was a shootout, thirty four thirty one. I enjoyed this. AJ Brown, my guy, nine for one seventy five. Knew it was going to happen. He was due, and he was good last week. He had 130 yards last week, but now you had the touchdowns. He was dominant. They put Emmanuel Forbes on him, their stud rookie, and A.J. Brown said, hold these nuts. Just gave it to him. Uh, I don't care what the rookie is. You don't put the rookie on one of the best in the league and say, have at it. No. I'm sorry. That was a mistake. This is the, what we keep talking about, like people were kind of, I mean, you know, panicking on A.J. Brown. I'm like, that's just what you're going to get with this offense sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it's going to be Devonta Smith. Sometimes it's going to be A.J. Brown. That's, that's what this is going to be. And Devonta Smith had a decent game. He did. He did. I, everybody got some. I mean, Jalen Hurts had 300 yards. They're to the point yards. where I think both they, – they're like, you know, last year I feel was a little bit more volatile. 
They're they're just successfully coexisting. Even yeah. when the other one has a down week, they, it's still good. Like, you know, you're getting out there scoring 11 points. And I will say this. Whichever one scores the touchdown is going to blow up. Outside of his rough week in week two, A.J. Brown has had double-digit targets every week. That's what I'm saying. So he had, he had six for four, or six, uh, four for 29, but then it's been 10 targets, 14 targets, 13 targets. That's um, what I'm saying. They're, like, successfully coexisting. Like, both yeah. of them are having good games, and just whenever – one of them's going to score a touchdown. I, you can almost lock it in every week. One of those two guys is going to score a touchdown, and whichever yeah. one is, is, that's the one that's going to blow up. Because it, Dallas Goddard has not been great. Yeah. He's been sort of irrelevant, um, yeah, and so I that has just left more for the wide of all the, of all the Dallas Goddard I drafted this year. Yeah, no, I I definitely did too. I was like, Dallas Goddard in the sixth round? Yes, please. But He was my punt tight end. I'm like, all right, I missed Hawkinson. Somebody took Waller in the fifth. I guess in the seventh round I'll take Goddard. Sure. Yeah, and that hadn't really worked out. Um, uh, I would also like to mention uh, it's DeAndre Swift's backfield. Yes, he's the dude. 14 for, what, 56 and one? Yeah, nice. And, and he scored, and he had four catches for 23 yards. So not the most efficient week like he has the past two, but he got the touchdown. Kenny Gainwell is not really doing a whole lot. No. So it. We, I think we're back to 2021. DeAndre Swift, where you're like, as long as he stays healthy, we're good. It, right. Fingers crossed. If he is Do healthy, a little circle DeAndre of candles. Swift is starting to push – I think he's right now, he's locked and loaded RB2. Yes. Things continue, he can start to push for RB1 production. Yeah, I would agree. Um, Terry McLaurin was really good for the Commanders. Well, his touchdown didn't want to fumble. It, it did, but it was like 8 for 86. And, it hit and, 10 targets. And that thing. So, you know, it was nice. I, I would like, and I'm frustrated by it, he had nine targets, but where's the Jahan Dotson been? Like, Curtis Samuel is out here getting touchdowns over Jahan Dotson. I don't it know, is dude. maddening. I, I thought Jahan Dotson was going to take that step forward, and he just hasn't. Yeah, I did, too. It is maddening. Um, Vikings-Panthers. Uh, uh, this was the one that I got on TV, and honest to goodness, it was terrible. It was not. I felt bad for you because I was sitting there, like, just in glory watching the Bills and Dolphins. <laughs> like, Josh Allen, my hero going off and i gotta watch bryce young you just sent me like i don't get that game (laughs) it got blacked out for me so i have to watch kirk cousins get decked on a pick six and bryce young not throw touchdowns it was just you don't have nfl plus no josh get nfl plus and get red zone i need to after after this weekend i was like i probably should get red zone red zone is glorious i love red zone yeah I need to do that. Um, but, yeah, Vikings, Panthers. Ma- Alexander Madison was actually good, which is why the, um, the Panthers' defense is not great. Their, their, run, uh, sorry, their run defense. Their run defense is it's, not great. It's okay. Alexander Madison at a- 17 for 95. And Cam Akers was very efficient, believe it or not, on his touches. I think he had like 5 for 25 or 5 for 30 or something. I say, okay, he's from Kevin O'Donnell's system. Like, they, they know each other. It's not going to take him long to get integrated. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, Akers had five for 40. There you go. Yeah. So that's going to be any injury to Madison, you bump Akers way up your rankings. And I think if Madison starts to slip and starts to look bad like he did weeks one and two, you're going to see a whole lot more Cam Akers. Yeah. So Justin Jefferson. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, He's great. I was. I was I was about to agree with you and start with Justin Jefferson. Like, I don't. He's awesome. He's Six amazing. for eighty-five, two touchdowns. He's great. They they were it's not good on offense, and he was great. His first week, he didn't have a buck fifty through the air, so he finally got the touchdowns. Yeah. He's unbelievable, dude. He's absolutely That's, unbelievable. Love Justin Jefferson. Steelers Texans. The Texans came out and curb stomped the Steelers. Wow. That was wild. The Steelers wow. or the. The Texans are a good football team, believe it or not, because their offense is potent. I was dead wrong about C.J. Stroud. I don't know about you. I I did not think he was going to be very good. Like in rookie drafts, I thought he was just going to be a fine game manager kind of guy. Like rookie drafts, I was avoiding him. I'm like, of all the guys here, he's going to be the one that busts. Like I don't, I don't really care. Like it, sure he's fine. I'll take him. No, he's the best quarterback in this class. Anthony Richardson, but yes. I mean, maybe in terms of like pure quarterbacking, sure. Okay, I'll yeah, give you okay, that. okay, yeah. For fantasy, no, it's it's Anthony Richardson. From a right. real life perspective, I mean, C.J. Stroud looks leaps and bounds better than Anthony Richardson. Y- yeah, he. he is. I saw a stat today that he leads the NFL in pass plays of twenty five plus yards. Yeah, and he's doing this with, and this is. Not to say that, like, Nico Collins and these guys are bad, but, like... But still. I, I don't really know much about Nico Collins or Tank Dell because they're kind of nobodies. And, and C.J. Stroud is making them years. look incredible. Yeah. And it's a first-year play caller, the offensive coordinator, and a first-year head coach. It's wild. Like, it, it imagine wild. if they can go out there and get him some legitimate weapons. I'm like... Yeah. I, Next year, I keep talking about T. Higgins is walking like T. Higgins can realistically be a Texan. Yes. This is this is the kind of team that like they're showing signs of life and he's you know I I, I yeah. They they probably have cap space to burn. They're showing signs of life. This is certainly the sort of team that you can see T. Higgins showing up to. Yeah, I am pleasantly surprised with the Texans. Yeah. Other um, side, less so. Yeah. So, Kenny Pickett hurt his knee, and I'm not sure the extent of it yet. I think some people are saying MCL, I th- but also there's a potential of an ACL. I could be tear dead there. wrong, but I th- I swear I saw a story earlier today where they said he's not expected to miss time. I may oh, have misread that. I may have misread that, though. Let me... You, I'm you, not, you see, can go and I'll, I'll try to find it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, they they look terrible. Did you see the quote of Mike Tomlin when in the presser after the game? Somebody asked him, they were like, are you, uh, you going to make any changes? He was like, I'm sure as hell going to make some changes. You've got – Matt Canada's got to go. He's terrible. He's, He's got terrible. to go. He's so bad. I This is like the Arthur Smith situation, but for Steelers fans, because they're like, this offense is so pedestrian – and unexplosive. I think there. I saw somewhere that there's something like. 
I mean, they're a good team when they score, uh, when their opponent scores less than 22 points. Basically, when their defense plays well, they win. But when their opponent scores 22 plus points since Matt Canada was hired, the Steelers are 1 in 15. Wow. Basically, you score 20 plus points playing the Steelers, you win. Also, That's it's a bad. bone bruise for Kenny Pickett. So they said he's questionable okay. for week five. <clears throat> so I, I so think might, I misread it, but he may play. He, he got off lucky there. He, he uh, might miss a week. Fryermuth is out two to three weeks, they said. Great. What what happened to him? Concussion? Uh, He had... I didn't see, even see the Fryermuth thing. The Muth. Fryermuth. Uh, hamstring. <clears throat> oh, great. And also, it is a straight-up 50-50 split with Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. I know yep. Najee had the more carries. He had 14 carries to Jalen Warren's eight. But if you look at these snap percentages, and Jalen Warren also had more catches, it is a dead 50-50 split. The past two Najee weeks. Harris has not outscored Jalen Warren in any game this year in fantasy. That feels real bad. Did he not outscore It doesn't mean Jalen Warren's been great. Cause okay, maybe no, nobody scored. Yeah, it's, it's, no, no, it's PPR. Yeah, but I was thinking like maybe PPR, but I realized like Warren had six catches to Najee's one. Najee yep. finally had 100 yards total, but Jalen Warren had the six catches. They were probably pretty even this week. Najee is like a touchdown away from making you feel okay because he's like 9 to 11 points every single week. It's just low. But he, he doesn't look good. Efficiency. Like if you watch no. him on the field, yeah. like he looks slow. He's sluggish. It is. He looks like I, I don't. I don't know what it is, man. He looks like a touch slower Derrick Henry, honestly. That's or that's like not good, and not that Derrick Henry's slow, but like Derrick Henry's also six five, two fifty, right? Not, and Najee's a big guy, but he ain't Derrick Henry, right? Yeah, it, it's not been great. Um, Raiders Chargers. That was fun. That was awesome. Justin Josh Herbert Jacobs coming through. Back. Josh Jacobs, eight eight catches for eighty yards. Jeez, dude had ten targets for Jeez. Josh Jacobs. Um, the Chargers tried to lose again. Brandon Staley went forward on fourth and you didn't get gotta it. Gotta fire this guy. Brandon Staley is actively trying to lose his job. I'm convinced. He said, they, "I'm done coaching. I want to be done." They almost lost to a division rival with a rookie starting quarterback. Yeah, but they did it again. They went for it fourth down deep in their own territory late in the game, like two and a half minutes left, and didn't get it. Yeah. That is two weeks in a row. Yeah. If and you had semi-competent quarterback play on the other side of the ball, i.e. Kirk Cousins is not throwing picks, or someone not named Aiden O'Connell, who I I watched the game. I still don't know who he is. <laughs> he was the preseason like, sensation, man. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't stand him. I can't stand um, Brandon Staley. Not as much as Arthur Her- Smith, but I still can't stand Brandon Staley. I don't care uh, about your analytics. Fair. Yeah, no, it's bad. Um, Justin Herbert did break his finger in this game on his non throwing hand. Not super. And he was not very efficient as a passer overall. 
This was a weird stat line for Justin Herbert. He had two rushing touchdowns, and if he didn't have those, he would have probably had a really bad fantasy week because it just wasn't quite there passing. But he did have like the game-clinching 50-yard bomb to Josh Palmer. So there's that. Yeah, Keenan, Keenan Allen didn't really do a whole lot. Three catches, 30 yards, he had the touchdown. Quentin Johnston, we were hoping he would step up. I still Nothing. think he's the guy down the down the you know, eventually, but he's not impressing me. And this is the Chargers just aren't deep yeah. at these these skill positions. So outside they lose Mike Williams. Like that is a gigantic blow to them. Yeah. For Joshua sure. Joshua Kelly still doesn't look good. Nope. He's not good. Yeah, he's Josh a Kelly he's probably a, a really decent change of pace back, but he is not a good starter. He is honest to God, he's better when when uh, Eckler plays. He will be a better start when Austin Eckler's in the game. Yes, I I one hundred percent agree. Um, <clears throat> Raiders side, Josh Jacobs was awesome. Devontae Adams Finally. was not. New Josh Jacobs would eventually get there. The volume's been there. He just hasn't scored. He's been a very good receiver this year. Yeah. I mean, he was okay. He was good at it last year, but and I it's also the game script that they're in a lot of these games. Yeah. Because they're just they're going they're going to be behind every week. But if at this rate, I would say that's a good thing for Josh Jacobs, right? Yeah, I, especially yeah. with these rookie quarterbacks. I mean, they depend on him. They're dumping the ball off to him. Yep. Uh Patriots Cowboys. Cowboys stomped the Patriots, and that's all there was to it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know if we really want to spend too much time here. The, I don't want to. I'm not starting anybody on the Patriots. Period. I'm I'm nope. kind of even done with Ramondre Stevenson. I don't I don't want to touch it. Um. Dallas side. I mean, I mean you start same, who you're going to start. The same guys you knew about. You start CD. You start Pollard. Yeah. And Dak's probably still fine. That's really it. Yeah. Uh, 49ers Cardinals. Christian McCaffrey had himself a day. I don't Brock know Purdy only had one incompletion, and the 49ers look awesome. I am in on Brock Purdy. I don't care what anybody else says. The dude is the truth. The like analytic advanced football stats say he's a bad quarterback. I don't care. My man is 10-0. My man has never lost a game. Yep. I do not count the playoff game against the Eagles because he got hurt in the first quarter. Like, the yeah. first drive of the first quarter, he got hurt. That don't count. Brock Purdy is undefeated, yeah. and he went 20 for 21. That is a historic completion percentage. He was great. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a blow-up week for the 49ers. I don't know that there's much to say about the Cardinals. I, will, um, I do want to mention one thing for the 49ers. I'm just kind of curious to what you have to say. Brandon Ayuk looks amazing yep he looks very very good like if he's starting i don't i know he's been hurt the past couple weeks and it's a small sample size but with what we've seen if he's healthy like i mean he's a he's a must start to the point what's going on with debo i don't know i think Ayuk is probably debo a better peer receiver debo did not even have a target yesterday. that's not good that's not good at all and it'll happen i mean this was a Ayuk McCaffrey game, but it looks like it it feels like it's more likely that it's gonna be an Ayuk McCaffrey game than it's gonna be a McCaffrey and somebody else game. Like you know what I'm saying? Ayuk, I think, is he's the second best player they've got. I think so. 
I'm not sure Debo's good? all that. I mean, I, I don't want to say it like not that. Anymore. Like Debo's still good. He's still good, and George Kittle's obviously still really good. But Ayuk, I think, is their second. Well, he wasn't good, but but yeah. Um, Chiefs Jets Monday night. I don't know if Zach Wilson is any good, but he looked really good, and Patrick Mahomes looked terrible. That was weird. Listen, is the it was the Taylor Swift effect? Yeah. Really, it was it was is is Zach saw Donna Kelsey up there. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh I was watching all the memes oh last God. night. That was my favorite. Oh, that was my Lord. absolute favorite. That was a good one. Yeah, that was that was tasteful is what that was. That uh, was <laughs> all right. The Taylor Swift through... nonsense is pissing me off. I will say that. Is it? I'm done with it. I don't need to see her in the stands every five minutes. I don't need it. You're gonna. It's just welcome to the show. I don't want to. My favorite shot was Donna Kelsey sitting by Jake from State Farm at the Phillies game. <laughs> at the Eagles game. Uh, but this is a this is a fantasy fantasy show. Uh, Patrick Mahomes looked like crap, but he still won. Yeah. Isaiah Pacheco. Whoa. I mean, he had the one touchdown run, and he looked like he was the the kid that was given Adderall at recess. He runs so weird. He runs angry. But like lots of wasted motion, angry. Well, I mean, he doesn't. He's not light on his feet at all. That man thunders when he runs. Like I don't, I don't know how he doesn't damage the cartilage in his knees. Like every boom, 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 boom. The Jeez. neighbors hear him running through his house. I don't know if you remember, like in the uh, the third, the Dark Knight Rises movie, when Bruce Wayne goes to the hospital and he's like. I want to tell you the, the the cartilage damage in your knee is good. It's because you have no cartilage. It's gone. <laughs> that's Pacheco. That is that's gonna be Isaiah Pacheco next year. Yeah. All right, lead us out. Get us out of here with the weekly weenies. All right, it's it's long overdue. I'm gonna start out in and and this one's gonna hurt my heart. Uh, Joe Burrow, four points. Joe, I think we can officially say you're bad. You are a bad quarterback. I don't care about the calf. We can fire Zach Taylor. I'm good with that. But you got to be better. You got backups with worse weapons performing better than you. You have, I know T. Higgins got hurt, but Jamar Chase is still a top three receiver in the league. You got to be better. Miles Sanders, coming off the groin injury, I'll give him that. But six points against the Vikings is unacceptable. The Vikings suck, all right? Got to be better than that. Aaron Jones. What are, what are we doing? I figured that would be an Aaron Jones game, wouldn't you? You're I would have thought. He's the pass catcher? Two points. 2.4 points. Not good. Chris Olave. You're, you're down. You're losing the game. You got six targets. One catch. And it wasn't like one catch and a 40-yard touchdown. One catch for four yards. Chris Olave, you're on the list. Debo Samuel, zero targets, three carries, six yards. Not good. What is happening? <laughs> and then Amari Cooper, I'll give Amari a pass because his quarterback was, I don't even remember. It's a super long name. What was the guy's name again? Dorian Thompson Robinson. 
Dorian Thompson Robinson. That's too much. I don't have time to talk about that. Uh, but yeah, he had 2.6 points. Sorry. You need your quarterback back. Uh, Jordan Addison with a big old goose egg. Did Been getting like eight targets a game. Not this time. Zero. George Kittle. I said earlier when we were talking about the the 49ers game that Kittle was bad. Kittle was actually probably really good because McCaffrey (laughs) was really good, which means he was blocking. But this is fantasy football. I do not care about your blocking. I want you out there catching passes. And one pass for nine yards is not good enough. Lastly, you knew he was going to be here, Kyle Pitts. I'm sorry. Dan, or not Dan, Arthur Smith, for the love of God, trade him. (laughs) Please. Need we say more? I'm begging you. He does not deserve this. As a Falcons fan, I love Kyle Pitts. I don't want to see him go through this. As a fantasy player, I don't want to go through this. He has to go. I tell you what, Arthur, you can you can leave yourself or you can trade Kyle Pitts. Or, even better, you get fired and you trade Kyle Pitts to the Chargers. Love it. All right. That'll do it for this one. We'll see you guys later this week when we're breaking down week five. five. Hopefully right. we get a second episode in this week. Yeah, I hope so. Sorry about last week. I was actually under the weather. That was my fault. I was not talk okay. at all. My voice was gone. All right, that'll do it for this one. We'll see you later this week. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode and want to connect to us, follow us on Instagram at fantasybrothers underscore or on Twitter at fantasybros underscore. If you want to support the show, you can do that at Patreon forward slash fantasybrothers.